my dear friends and listeners, and Merry Christmas! Welcome back to my podcast, Unknown Friends, for this special Christmas bonus episode. I am your host, Rochelle Ferguson of Kitty Wham Productions, and wow, I can hardly believe it has been a month since I checked in with you guys last on Thanksgiving week, and here we are and it's Christmas Eve already. Uh, It's been a busy December so far for me, but a good one, and I hope your last month of 2020 has been good as well, and I know you are excited for Christmas Day tomorrow just like I am. Thank you for tuning in to this episode today, and I hope you enjoy what I have to share. Like I said, it's been busy so far this month. If you follow my blog or my social media, then you already know my new World War II era Christmas drama, As Ever Sam, was performed last week and live streamed to YouTube and Facebook, uh, where you can still watch the video recording if you missed the live performances. The whole cast and crew did such a phenomenal job, and I was just thrilled to be a part of making that production happen and encouraging the people who attended and watched online with a story about home and courage and community. But you can learn all you want to know about my Christmas drama on the Kitty Wham Productions YouTube channel or my website, uh, www.kittywhamproductions.com. Those links are in the episode description below. But today's Christmas-themed podcast episode is not about my play, As Ever Sam. This week, I simply want to share with you two Christmas poems that I hope will comfort and uplift you in this season of Advent. The first poem is actually one I wrote myself. Uh, I don't think I've ever shared anything I've written on the podcast before, so this is a little bit outside my comfort zone, but I I have shared this particular piece on my blog before, a while back, I think maybe five years ago. So I thought it might be time the poem resurfaced, especially for those of you who've never encountered it. The poem is short. It's a sonnet. Uh, It's titled Delivery, and I wrote it in early December of 2015, which was during my junior year of undergraduate at my alma mater, Hillsdale College. I distinctly remember it was finals week of the fall semester, and I was studying in the library between exams. I think maybe I'd just finished a particularly hard exam and was sort of recouping after it. and writing a sonnet sounded relaxing because I was a nerd. Anyway, for some reason, I was struck with inspiration, and I wrote this poem in an hour or two, I think. And unlike most of my poems, which require several drafts before I'm happy with them, I hardly even edited this poem after I first composed it. It was almost uh, born complete, which is unusual, at least for me. Anyway, maybe it was somehow a product of the incredible literature classes I was taking that semester. When I look back, junior year was my favorite year at Hillsdale, and the fall semester was just awesome. I I had a, a heavy class load, 
Um, but they were incredible classes with some of my very favorite professors. I was studying uh, Restoration and Romantic, Victorian and Early Modern British Literature, and Shakespeare as well. All upper-level English lit classes, and I loved it. Oh, so good. Uh, anyway, sorry, I'm I'm still a nerd. Thank goodness you are too, or you probably would not be listening to this podcast. Sorry, back to the point. So this poem, Delivery, I think in some sense it was the harvest of a difficult but uh, wonderfully enriching semester of study. And I'm guessing that's why it came so quickly to me when I sat down to write it um, that final week of exams. I structured the poem as a sonnet, but in case you're interested in poetic form, it's not one of the two most traditional sonnet forms, Petrarchan and Shakespearean. So very, very quickly, the basic definition of a sonnet is a rhymed, usually, poem uh, consisting of 14 lines, and in English, traditionally using the meter or the rhythm of iambic pentameter. Petrarchan sonnets divide the 14 lines into a group of eight, which kind of presents the poem's question, and then a group of six, which provides the answer. Whereas Shakespearean sonnets divide the lines into three groups of four lines, which kind of build up to a final couplet of two lines, which resolves the poem. Anyway, I instead used a much lesser known sonnet form using terza rima stanzas, or groups of three lines that then employ an interlocking rhyme scheme. Now, I'm not going to get any more technical than that. You're probably already not interested. Um, and you can always look up terza rima poetic form if you are curious to learn more. Uh, suffice it to say, I had seen this form used before and just thought it was cool. And it was pioneered by Dante in his Divine Comedy. And ultimately, stanzas composed of three lines instead of four or six or eight just seemed more symbolically appropriate for a poem that is ultimately about the divine. So after all that, I will read the poem to you. And if you care to follow along and see the sonnet for yourself, I've linked in the episode description to my blog where I shared it several years ago. So without further ado, here is my Christmas poem, Delivery, written from the imagined perspective of Joseph at the Nativity. In embered darkness, hours after birth, my ear catching the baby's feathered breath, beside the manger, huddled on the earth, her sleeping form I watch. How close to death, this girl, this woman, mother, maiden, wife, approached on this bleak, brutal midnight, blessed. A cave our only shelter, I, midwife, my reddened hands gripping her child divine, delivering this miracle to life, its body tangled in a thorny vine of blood, and gentle Mary faintly screaming, oh, I felt, would that the blood were mine. She, later, holding him, young-aged eyes beaming, kissed his brow and guessed the sorrow's meaning. And now, to round out this bonus episode, I want to share with you now one of my favorite Christmas poems by a writer you might or might not expect, G.K. Chesterton. 
If you haven't looked into his poetry at all, I recommend you do. He wrote numerous Christmas poems, specifically, beautiful, thought-provoking poems, uh, Gloria in Profundis, The Truce of Christmas, and many others. But I think of all his Christmas pieces, this might be the one I love best. This poem is called The House of Christmas. And essentially, Chesterton is contemplating not just Christmas as an event, but as it relates to the idea of home. Christ left his home in order to give us a home. In him, and only in him, are we truly at home and at rest. And beyond that, I will let Chesterton speak for himself. This is The House of Christmas, and it too you can read for yourself via the link in the episode description if you would like to see the poem as well as hear it. There fared a mother driven forth out of an inn to Rome. In the place where she was homeless, all men are at home. The crazy stable close at hand, with shaking timber and shifting sand, grew a stronger thing to abide and stand than the square stones of Rome. For men are homesick in their homes, and strangers under the sun. And they lay on their heads in a foreign land whenever the day is done. Here we have battle and blazing eyes, and chance and honor and high surprise, but our homes are under miraculous skies where the Yule tale was begun. A child in a foul stable where the beasts feed and foam, only where he was homeless are you and I at home. We have hands that fashion and heads that know, but our hearts we lost. How long ago, in a place no chart nor ship can show, under the sky's dome. This world is wild as an old wife's tale, and strange the plain things are. The earth is enough, and the air is enough for our wonder and our war, but our rest is as far as the fire drake swings, and our peace is put in impossible things, where clashed and thundered unthinkable wings round an incredible star. To an open house in the evening, home shall men come, to an older place than Eden, and a taller town than Rome, to the end of the way of the wandering star, to the things that cannot be and that are, to the place where God was homeless and all men are at home. I hope these poems have encouraged you, and I pray that this Christmas is a time of rest for your soul. Uh, despite whatever's going on in the world around us or in your particular situation, although this world is unable to offer us peace, God has come and is with us to give us his peace, which is unlike anything on earth. As Augustine famously wrote, our hearts are restless till they rest in thee. <laughs> Perfect line of iambic pentameter there for you poetry nerds. Thank you for listening today. And yes, season two of Unknown Friends is coming very soon. I will be starting up again with regular book reviews in early January. And I'm so excited about the lineup of titles I've been preparing for you guys. 
I may have been silent on the podcast for a few weeks, but I have been busy reading and planning for season two, and I'm looking forward to sharing those new episodes in just a couple weeks. If you haven't already, I hope you subscribe to Unknown Friends, and if you have a moment, uh, please rate the podcast and leave a review. Thank you so much. Again, I am Rochelle Ferguson of Kitty Wham Productions, and if you want to learn more about me and my writing, and particularly my new drama, As Ever Sam, just head to my website, kittywhamproductions.com, linked in the episode description. May God bless you this season, and have a very merry Christmas. Christmas.